Nick, can you talk into the microphone? I got nothing because you didn't plug it in, you asshole. <laughs> classic, classic, <laughs> classic old man. Classic Nick. Nick. I knew you didn't plug it in. It was a test and you failed. <laughs> what what other old man Nick stuff do we have right now? <laughs> He's like, I was actually just testing you to test me. And you also failed. Do not pass a Do not collect $200. Wow. Wow. I, I don't wow, wow. start your mouth <laughs> over wow. Two wow. We're not naming two episodes in a row. Wow. Wow, 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 wowzers. Episode three. Wow, wow, wow. Wow, 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 wow. No. Wow. Get all your wows out of your system. <laughs> Sounds like something a liar would say. Are we <laughs> rolling yet? <laughs> Stop asking that. We never roll. <sighs> Hold on. Now, roll now, hard, I, bro. now, now I gotta play something. Summer sixteen. Nice. Uh, now I gotta play the, this stupid song now because <clears throat> you were talking about rolling, and and the good times have to roll now. Oh uh, uh, yeah. Gotcha. Let the good times roll. Okay, we've been demonetized, right. and we're no longer a podcast. Spotify just took us down. Finally. Because we listened to a car song. Are you happy, listeners? <laughs> you finally got what you wanted. You know, when I signed this up for all these podcast uh, distribution sites, they all want me to like click this thing, like, I agree to the terms of service, and they're all like, we're not going to play like other people's music and shit. <laughs> I just clicked, yes, I agree on everything, like a hundred different boxes, so we're probably going to get sued. <laughs> Well, Rick Nielsen, suck my balls. <laughs> you know, Rick Nielsen is a good fan, or a good friend of Hanson, and Hanson is my favorite band, so maybe we won't get He's sued. a good friend of like everybody. Yeah, musical. Rick Nielsen is not in the cars, is he? No, he's in Cheap Trick. Cheap Trick, right? Yeah. yeah. The, the three, he's, the, the, he's the guy with the guitar. Yeah. The five neck guitar. Uh, yeah. Do they still exist? The Cheap Trick still I, Yeah, they do. They're, they're like really, 9,000 years old. They're now. the. Um, three hit wonder uh but i saw him in an interview and he was like you know i don't get paid to play music i get paid to travel huh yeah that's a pretty good take on it he just loves it so much so they'll never stop damn the only thing i know them for is the uh that 70s show theme song when they rebooted it (laughs) well i guess that's technically their fourth song i guess what are their other songs surrender uh dream police surrender and uh what's the other one that, that's the only part no, they, of that's uh, I know. Uh, I want you to love me. Oh, that's right. Do you know why I know the dream Surrender? Police coming through your hand. Yeah, the Dream Police. Do you yeah. know why I know that Surrender? Uh, when I was 10, I watched Daddy Daycare with Eddie Murphy. What part was and that? The guy from, it was and, on guitar. And, yeah. and, and the guy from, uh, um, uh, oh my God, Curb Your Enthusiasm. Larry oh, yeah. David, uh, Jeff Garland, Jeff Garland, oh, Jeff Garland, Jeff Garland yeah. and Eddie Murphy were in that movie, and for some reason they hired, they got Cheap Trick to play like their kids' party or something like that. Really? And they're playing Surrender, yeah. <laughs> That's the only reason why I know. Were that they in song. costumes or something? No, no, it was Rick Nielsen just playing with a '59 Les Paul, probably. Like. I, I watched that movie with Remy not that long ago. I guess I was on my phone or something. 
Wow, Nick. Father, father <laughs> you, you of the year. Such a great parent. <laughs> I want my phone less than most people. I don't think that's exactly a. Uh, that's not that's, <laughs> that's, that's not a uh, that's not something you should be awarded for sure it is <laughs> he's, he's like i'm a, i'm a, i'm on my phone at least two percent less than <laughs> which equates to 35 seconds a day <laughs> speaking speaking of of nick and his daughters and uh you know, Bud Light. I just want you guys to know that tonight, tonight I am bringing the warm, the thick, and the salty, just just for you guys. <laughs> Did you get that from Ear Sausage Studios? <laughs> Ear Sausage Studios sponsors everything in my life. I just want to let you know that I, us. I I uh, I spoke out of turn, and that if this podcast does sound bad, do not direct your emails to me. Direct it to. Tiki Bob at EarSausageStudios.me <laughs> all, all, all requests to how the sound is going goes to Tiki Bob He's again at EarSausageStudios.me <laughs> You could really do anything at anything.meet and Tiki Bob will get it. He's the big wig of EarSausageStudios. He's staring right at us right now. Giving he, us he a mean the, mug in the shit out the of us. The dot meat fucking <laughs> he is mean mug at us. Dude fix his hair. I don't know how. Oh my god! Have you never? Uh, I've never had a ponytail. <laughs> <laughs> I actually have, and I'm the bald well, guy. Well, you see band. that? Save it for the you episode that we'll do. <laughs> oh, are we going to do a Jace episode? Yeah. Oh, it'll be like the Sunny thing they did, where they did like a D Day, a Frank Day, a Charlie yes. Day. Yes, it'll be like that. A, a oh. Charlie Day. Ooh, oh oh shit! Got him. Got him. <laughs> Insert effect sound right there. <laughs> 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 All right, got it. That's, that's the perfect sound. Don't don't change a thing. About I'll make sure I put lots of reverb on it. All right. So the topic for today is wait, wait, episode three. Wait, people don't know who we are. Oh. They also don't know how famous we are. Uh, yes, we have 8 billion subscribers now from the first two podcasts. We now control all media in 57 countries. I heard it went up to 9 billion. Uh, the, well, let's give you, a shout out to our nine billion. I heard Mozambique decided to start listening to us. Oh, okay. I don't know who that is. <laughs> it's it's a country in Africa. Okay. So uh, shout out to Mozambique. <laughs> I said I don't know who that is. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, Mozambique. <laughs> oh, I'm Jace. I'm the uh, I'm the fat bald one. I'm the uh, the guy that that's on bass and I sing and stuff. <laughs> I'm Mike. I play guitar, bass still. As well, for Bullshit. a couple of songs and lead guitar. <laughs> and uh, I was told by a random dude at a show in March that I was the handsome one, so I'm still the best Ooh, looking member. Look at you. Yeah, just, you just have the best hair. That's really what it is. That one guy, that one guy that was hanging out after the show at, at outside of the one in at, on St. Patty's Day. Oh, the redheaded dude. He, oh, he was like, guy. he was like, and you're the handsome one. And I was like, all right, I roll with the man. I accept this compliment. Uh, my name's Nick, and for what it's worth, I'm the drummer, and Mozambique has a population of 31.26 million people. Holy right, exactly. Shit. That's basically a billion, so they, there's our nine <laughs> yeah. billion. Yeah. Nine billion people are listening to this podcast right Thanks, now. Mozambique. That's the name of the podcast. We might start wars, <laughs> depending on what we say. <laughs> right, well, so, we so. already pissed off Tibet. <laughs> Topic of this podcast. Wait, hold on, hold on. The Dalai Lama is not in Thailand? <laughs> Not anymore. He travels all over they the place. They ousted him because of you. 
he's on he's on the he's in the temple at the top of those long stairs that he's Ventura had to climb up all those years ago. If you need him, just stick your tongue out. He'll come. Is, he'll uh, is he in the temple? He might be. Oh shit! Where the great computers fill the hollowed halls. <laughs> Yeah, Mike put some cool effects. <laughs> that, that would definitely have some reverb. Wait, and also also pitch correct it because I was terrible. <laughs> I'll make it sound like T Pain. Don't worry. Nice. Oh yeah. That's Who sweet. is a great singer, by the way? Watch his NPR um, Tiny Desk episode that came out like oh. six or seven years ago. Amazing singer. He, he was on. Voice. He was on the 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 Mass Singer. He, was he? He, he won it, um, like the second or third season. I mean, like literally, like one of the best voices I've ever heard. Really, he's incredible. And he explained the story. Uh, watch it on Netflix. It's like a little short documentary on on it. And he uh, he talked about how for years he was trying to stand out in like the R and B scene, hip hop scene, and he was trying to find the the effect that he heard on the share song, and he didn't know yeah. what it was. So he was just like pirating stuff and like finding random CDs. And then one day he ended up downloading this one plugin. He clicked through all the presets and he said he just found that exact, no, like exact auto tune kind of preset you hear, that robot y kind of thing. Yeah. And he just recorded a bunch of like, all, all this album. So that I'm shit. just some random ass white dude and I know who T Pain is because of that. So yeah. that's impressive. But a lot of people blamed him for ruining music. <laughs> Usher, he said Usher, his well, friend, said to him on a, on a plane yeah. that he uh, he was like, man, you ruined music. Like, in, that's paraphrased a little bit, but like... Cher did it before him, though. Yeah. And then producers started using it to yeah. correct bad singers. And then T-Pain was like, I'm going to use it as an effect for fun and st- to stand out. And everyone blamed T-Pain. I have a confession. What? Half of my songs are auto-tuned. So are all the Fall Out Boy songs. I, it's fine. I really can't sing in real life. You, you guys know this. <laughs> Our singers don't, though, until they hear us in real life. And then uh, we lose them as fans. So we, we got a, this is a balancing act, really. To, to fact check myself, he uh, he won season one, by the way. I know everyone out there really cares. <laughs> but I messed it up. I said where's, season two. Hold on, hold on, where's hold my, on. Where's my porn button? Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. Wow! So <laughs> no, wow! Shut wow, your wow. mouth! Shut your dirty mouth! I'll burn your house down. All right. And with that, all right. Finally, <laughs> uh, the topic today is our first bands. First bands that we each got into before joining this one. Mike, you are up first because I said all right. so. Wait, sponsor should, time. I was about to say we should sponsor this one. Go on. Yeah. Um, this is brought to you by uh, Drownlands. Green Yield. Oh, yeah. Beer. You got to pour me some of that. Who's in Warwick, New York. Where's Sh- mine? Shout out to Drownlands. Um, just grab a whole one. It's uh, hire us if you listen to this podcast. <laughs> and don't be offended if we say something. We're going to say offensive stuff. Just accept it. And this is... this is I haven't had... I love Drownlands. I love their brewery. I have not had this beer yet. And Nick, I just poured you a glass of foam. Congratulations. <laughs> oh, uh, this segment is also brought to you by Ben & Jerry's. Uh, ben and Jerry's was founded in Burlington, Vermont, 1978, but sadly their founders both died of heart attacks in 1979, attributed to their promise to diligently taste test every single product that <laughs> left their factory. In honor of their commitment to quality, we're releasing a new meat-based line. There will be a salmon flavor as well as Taco Tuesday, liver lovers, and sausage in your ear in conjunction with your sausage studios. Ben and Jerry's, I'm loving it. <laughs> yes, ear sausage studios. Is our daddy. <laughs> you know, 
And sometimes I'm really glad we don't run these by each other before we <laughs> before we say them. No, we should never run these ads by but each other. But other times, I feel like we would save the listeners a lot of trouble by just muting Nick's microphone whenever he's about to talk. <laughs> just, just for my ads, just for my ads. We'll start with the ads and then slowly mute more. Maybe. Well, at least it wasn't the Tucker Carlson racist rant this time. <laughs> oh yeah, so so Nick got hey, two, no proof of that. Nick got two things muted last time, and I only got one. So I think I'm winning. No, no, Jay, you got about like 57 things God, muted. Damn it! How did his porn not get muted? That's what. I want. <laughs> oh no, that, that that's part of the podcast now. because it that, wasn't that was delicious. It wasn't copyrighted lyrics. That was mostly fun. Exactly. But it is copyrighted porn, probably. I mean, hard poor corn. Hard poor corn. Right. All right. Next. Uh, so, Mike, go ahead. Yeah. You're first. First Me? band. What was your first I'm band first? ever? All right. All right no, he's on I, the spot. I just, want, I just want to let everyone know. Hold on. Jay, pour this for yourself in a can or something. Uh, just, Jay, uh, it, it, it's fine. I'll, I'll just drink my own stuff. No, no, no. no. You, you got to drink this. This is, I'll, I'll this is the sponsor yeah, for the segment. Can at least try it. Okay. We're like, we're like Adam and God right there. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, I'll describe uh, it as crisp. Somewhat clean. Poured into a can. Not quite piney, not quite juicy. Kind of its own thing. I would give this uh, probably three seven five, leaning towards a four. That's tasty. It's very, it's very piney. Oh. It, uh, yeah, it's, that, uh, it's definitely oh, to make a, good shit. This definitely gets a four. It's salty and thick and warm. It's <laughs> uh, <laughs> good stuff. What is that called again? Jay likes his everything salty. And thick this and is Drownlands. They have bands sometimes. Oh, uh, they're in Warwick. Green Yield. They're uh, they're part of the dirt rich Warwick, <laughs> the black dirt area. The dirt is actually like really dark black and rich with nutrition okay. and protein. That's nice. <laughs> That's I'll give you just go there with a spoon. It's <laughs> <laughs> just starting to eat dirt underneath the black walnut tree. Does so, what it? was your first band, Mike? Tell us. All right, Listen so, we're, so we're excluding gigging bands, right? Right, yeah. For, well, for, once, right. once we became famous, there's no, like, everyone yeah, knows. I mean, already, I mean so. there's, there's 15 million people who know yeah. the name Mike Rio right now. And run for cover. Those are first run, and run for cover. So, relax, I'm getting there. <laughs> now we'll make you wait. Okay. It's <laughs> <laughs> good amount of silence. <laughs> So I was so, just zoning out. I wasn't actually waiting. I was waiting for the porn sounds to come in. So so uh so essentially uh my first band was um with my buddy Ryan Marshall, who uh might be listening to this podcast right now. Is he gay? No. Might he be? Can no. we convince him? No. Oh fuck. Okay, but go on. One of the guys in the first band might have been. Alright, alright, alright. I'm interested <laughs> now. Go on. But anyway, we started. <laughs> you had Jay, my <laughs> You have my attention, sir. <laughs> Go on. So we started this band called Offbeat Oddity, which uh, with another guy. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna dox him on, on the podcast. He's a cool dude, but he. Is his name Jim Erickson? Yes, exactly. Wow, <laughs> got him. Got him. So we started that. I was about twelve, and. I learned bass when I was 12, so like I was playing for maybe four or five months, and we started the band just kind of doing like, hey, let's learn some covers. All right, let's learn When I Come Around, and it was too hard for me, <laughs> but I tried it anyway, and then he was like, let's learn this. It was a newer Offspring song that was on the Greatest Hits album. Um, it was a new song. I, I think it goes like, uh, it's like Life Goes On. 
Life goes da, 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 on. Life goes on. No, no one. What am I singing? That's Beatles. Like, oh, you're right. White album. Da, 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 can't hold on. Da, 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 da. Anyway, that's like the melody. <laughs> that sounds that's awful. But, Why would anyone listen to that? So so I'll, I'll just play it. Anyway, <laughs> but so it starts with like a bass riff, and I was like, oh, I could play that. And I didn't know how to like do anything really. So I just kind of played like it. It goes like and I just played. I was like, I think I'm doing. So we played. We played. We started with that, and then we started writing originals. And it was one of those bands that like we literally just like made noise for a solid four or five months. I mean, we didn't know any scales, didn't know anything. We just were just like we liked Metallica and Pantera and a bunch of bands and like some forty one and all the shit and we just kinda like came together and we were like, Oh, we're just gonna make some stuff. And then we uh posted things to MySpace, which is what you did in two thousand five. Like and you had a song that played as soon as you landed on the page. Oh yeah. No, we had a we had a band page. Because you had the band pages and you had the music player and we had four songs. Shout out to MySpace. Shout out to MySpace. Honestly, it's coming back. A, a huge void left the music community because I like even my second my second band was on there as well and third band. But um, I, I'll go into after that. Uh, I'll kind of go into the second and third band kind of blend together. So the s- second band wasn't Two Mint of a King and I was with my buddy Ryan and his brother Charlie. Wait, what was and it called again? And Two Mint. Of a king. Oh, God. Eoke, which is my screen name for everything. Oh, <laughs> that's the original Eoke. Eoke. Oh, it's all coming together. I, 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 have, like I it. haven't wondered what that stood for this yeah. whole time. I didn't either. I was, like, I was like, all right. I was like, Eoke. I don't care at all. I'm not going to ask. In Two Men of a King, the backup, the backup name was A Theory for Murder, which I think, it, which I think sounds really trendy now, looking back at yeah. it. Which may have got us noticed because everything was like a verb and then a phrase <laughs> or whatever. <laughs> a verb and then a verb, the, the noun. Theory of a madman. Yeah. A verb, the noun was usually. <laughs> but, um, and I played like, so the first band was kind of like this like Pantery, Making Noise, Metallica, whatever we did. Ryan used to like speed the song up in the middle of it just to fuck with us and shit like that <laughs> and not tell us. And then the second band was like a real band. And we tuned in Drop C. That's how we knew we were a real band. And then we, <laughs> and we made like metalcore. So we had like breakdowns and stuff. And we made a bunch of songs. I don't have any of them recorded, but me and Ryan re-recorded them years later by ourselves. And then um, we went to play one gig. It was the high school coffee house. And then uh, Ryan, uh, sorry, man, but you were in this band too. Uh, he uh, he was in this other band, and they played War Pigs, and they put uh, they put the uh, the fog machine on, and they set the fire alarms off. And, and we could the fire department called, and we couldn't go back inside. And we couldn't play, oh, so we never played a gig. And then that and that band kind of rolled into. Um, I know this is the third band, but they they were so close together. It's we, okay. We'll cut all this. Go on. It's fine. Arise from the Ashes was I want to get to at least my first gigging band. Arise from the Ashes is the first gigging band I ever had. Um, same same drummer Ryan. It's a better we, name. And then uh, I still have the songs. We made an EP. Uh, we pl- probably played like I want to say eight eight gigs maybe. Damn. 
I mean, we did pretty well. I mean, we played. Uh, how old were you at this time? Fourteen. Oh. And it, Ryan, Ryan's a little older, um, but then, uh, but yeah. So, um, hope he doesn't mind me saying his last name. <laughs> may, I, may I blank it out? It's but, too late. <laughs> but uh, so anyway, so uh, yeah, we played called Cranel in Poughkeepsie, New York, when it was open, and then the Loft. And then we never played a chance or anything like that. We played a loft a few times and we played we played the Elks Lodge in Peekskill, which is down the road from Peekskill Brewery where we play regularly. And uh in the Elks Lodge it was literally like there was like a dance floor and they had a battle of the bands and there was just like a bunch of like teenagers just like having a mosh pit. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, that was that was my first couple bands. And it was a good time. Especially like the I enjoy, I think I enjoyed like the phases each one went through. Like the first one was just noise. Then we, at the end, we sort of started becoming better. Like if I, if I had the recording still, you would hear the first one and it'd be noise. And then like, oh my God, there's a song at the end of this <laughs> a couple months later. And then the the next two were actually kind of serious. How did you yeah. meet these guys? Like, like what, what, what was the, what, so, what was the conversation? Like, Hey, we should start a band. I actually, I'm trying to think of how I met. Oh, so I met Ryan through, I was in middle school. I think he was in high school. And so he groomed you. He groomed me. <laughs> so he, he was kind of like, kind of, I, I guess we knew we had a mutual friend who was like in between our ages and we were going to start a band with him. But we didn't end up starting a band with him. We, he was in like our very first picture that we took as a band. He was going to be the singer. And he like, it was funny because he's got it, he had his head in like the bass drum <laughs> and shit. Like we took a picture of like my basement and stuff, but then he, he ended up drawing, joining his brother's ska band after that. <laughs> and shit like that. But anyway, um, and then after that, like I became friends with Ryan. And then from there, he was in like every band from there. So, oh, uh, the cable. Oh, yeah. no, it was my foot on the thing that's making oh, the noise. Okay. I, I, I looked up uh, the MySpace usership real quick. Took a while to find it. It peaked at 115 million. I don't know if that's hits or if that's like users. I think that's users. And currently it's at about 7 million hits. Really? Currently? Yeah. Oh, shit. That's like 2% of the country. <gasps> oh, my God. What, your, your Does your MySpace, MySpace still exist? <laughs> yeah! The Arise from the Ashes one. Oh my god. Oh shit. I remembered the link after 13. <laughs> MySpace.com. Hold on. I, I I swear to god this plays. You gotta ration some ashes, man. Fucking, like, play it. How's Tom doing these days? What he's, what's he been up to? Has he changed his picture yet? Does he have a beard yet? Or a receding hairline or something? He's got some needles in his arm. That's what he's got. <laughs> no, he's actually, I just heard about him recently. He's on a podcast. He's apparently like, he's on Instagram mostly. And he's like a photographer now. And he just travels the world. And just, he's like, really? a, he's like a, yeah, like he, he takes like nice landscape photography and stuff. He's just living his best life, spending his millions. <laughs> I was going to say, I want, did, what's his net worth? I'm like, like I'm going to find a picture of him right now. <laughs> But yeah, do you remember your guys' top eight and everything? Top eight, top sixteen. Oh, that's like top friends or whatever. Yeah, and it, I remember, like, I remember, like, uh, in middle school, like, you know, you have little girlfriends and stuff like that, and they, they would like 
he would be talking. We'd be talking, and they'd be Wait, like, "Make it big." Is that the one where he's on the whiteboard? I don't know. That's about what I expected. Yeah, that's he's a he's an average looking dude. Man, it sucks because all the songs are here, but they're not playing. Really? Yeah, it's kind of a bummer. I have the songs still, so we're good. But I was gonna try and send you a link to because when I when I go on my rant, like I've got. Uh, links to all the songs. He, he, sold my, he sold MySpace for $580 million. Whoa. In 2020. Wow. Oh, in 2020? <laughs> yeah. No, because I remember oh, a couple years ago. Oh, there was Justin this, Timberlake, right? Yeah, there was this yeah. big thing where MySpace like came back and people and we were able to like go back on there and see like our old sites and shit. He but, held like, on to the... Wow. So he... So it tanked and he didn't sell low. And just like, oh, I guess I'll just hang on to it forever. And then all of a sudden it peaked for like a month or whatever. And sold on the high. Wow. Good for him. Wow. I'm not wow. <laughs> He's 50, 52 years old. <laughs> I'm going to try to load all this from Safari because like, there's a bunch of stuff broken and I think it's Chrome that's broken, breaking it. Let me see. But um, what else can I say about that band? Um, my One of my favorite memories was um, we had one guy in the band who always, uh, he had like a shitty Ibanez half stack. And uh, I didn't know they made those. I didn't, I didn't you didn't know you never you never seen the legendary Ibanez head and, and half stack combos. I have never the seen cheapest, an Ibanez amp I didn't, at all. I didn't know they made the amps. cheapest amp you could possibly buy on earth. And uh, so he would use that and he would always turn up too loud. And and uh, the other guitar player, Vinny, he had a line six like you have over there, a spider two, mm. but it was a two by 12 combo. The one twenty five watt, yeah, and, nice. and, he, and he and he he struggled to keep up with them. So at one gig, Vinny's dad was like, uh, he had a Government Mule tribute band. Jay, you know, Government oh, Mule. fucking love Government. He was a, a phenomenal. Uh, Vinny and his dad were phenomenal musicians, but um, he had a dual rectifier, and uh, Vinny just brought it to one of the gigs. That sounds and, and he makes a dual rectifier, a half stack, and he just brought it to one of the gigs, and he just turned it up. <laughs> And the other guy, Steve, was like, it's too loud. And Vinny's like, Vinny just looked at him and was like, do, 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 do. <laughs> just, just started playing the song. <laughs> like, fuck you. Oh, that reminds me. Uh, I have one correction from last episode. So uh, when you started singing uh, Foo Fighters all my life, I started doing jin, 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 And really, the correction is I should have gone jin, 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 Oh, that's that's the, that's the correction, folks. Uh, the overwhelming those, audience those comments. The, <laughs> Shut up! They do not sound identical. They're completely different. One has a has a sixteenth rest before it, and the other starts on the downbeat. Okay. Uh, Ivanes definitely doesn't make any amps anymore. Just so you know. <laughs> but they did. Yes. Uh, let me find it all. In- well, apparently they own this company called Promethean. Uh, this one thing says Ivanes Promethean bass combo. Oh and yeah, there it is. Hold on, pulling up the TB one hundred H. Look at that baby there. Oh yeah. Oh. Yeah, the viewers can see it. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> just tighten it. Good uh, job, viewers. Viewers, uh, just go to your go to Guitar Center and type in Ibanez TB one hundred H one hundred watt style. Say no, you know, type it all in. It's $250. Do you know how much amp you could buy for $250? That's not this piece of shit that I'm <laughs> looking at right now. I love how it's at home. What does it say? It says blaster or something on it. 
Oh, it says Master Blaster. No. <laughs> like, yeah. like from Mad Max? <laughs> and from that Stevie Wonder song? Oh, the Master Blaster. Oh, man. Maybe that's where I got that from. I just start saying that one day. <laughs> anyway, let's go. Uh, who wants to go next? I'll go next because Jay's going to take a long time. No, 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 no. Wait, uh, before you go, I have okay. a um, I have a sponsor for you. Oh, um, thank you. Please sponsor my, my yeah, segment. I, here's the thing. We got to get paid. Like, That's we true. We can't. We have millions of listeners. Tens of millions they of subscribers. Billions. Tens of, right. Billions. Tens of billions of subscribers. <laughs> They've got their fingers on our Venmo right now. They have our fingers all over our bodies. Like, we can't just not. Do you know how many feet pics I had to take last week? <laughs> I mean, I got like six of them accidentally. So, so you, you must have actually sent out many of them. I guess guys like Hobbit feet. I'm not sure. Our listeners, I should say, like how, Hobbit feet. How much hair is too too much hair on your foot? I have just enough, but not too little. I have enough that, like, if a bug crawls over it, I can feel it. <laughs> But not so, a, not so much, <laughs> right? Right, but not so much that people think I'm a hobbit. Just like like my ears. So I, so sometimes I sleep in the basement on the floor. Yeah, why do you do that? It's, it's, it's so strange. It's, how did you hear about that? Does, I saw you do does, it once. You saw? Oh shit! Does Diane talk to you about this? No. <laughs> so came in here, just passed out there. Like, right. all right, I guess I'll go ahead on Diane while you take oh, a nap. Man, this is an awkward on the shag carpet. Cat hair all over you. With, with, yeah. with his ass out for some reason. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's so inviting. It's, guys, it feels good. Okay, it's already loomed up for me. Well, <laughs> we've lost one billion oh. listeners from that last rant. Luckily, so. we still have six hundred million more. Oh, okay, good. Uh, six hundred billion. All right, that's right. All right, this this next section is brought to you by Add to Dictionary. Have you ever typed the perfect manifesto? <laughs> <laughs> I love a good manifesto ad. I'm so sorry. No, it's good stuff. It's okay. It's okay. It's the sponsor's fault because they're writing something that's making you it's, laugh. It's you know? true. Yeah. Fuck these sponsors. Okay. Fuck you, Add to Dictionary. Okay. Add to Dictionary. Have you ever typed the perfect manifesto only to find it filled with red squigglies? Simply right-click on each red squiggly and choose Add to Dictionary. It will make your problems disappear faster than your alcohol... Well, oh god damn it it will make your problems disappear faster than alcohol heroin or charging toward a cop with a bowie knife raised without it i'd be a terrible speller thank you add the dictionary thank you add the dictionary and oh, with that god. being said uh, can't believe exactly that. that add the dictionary cut, brought cut, to cut. me all right so uh for, for my first band uh i again i practiced at home for like a long time before i joined one so i joined a little late uh that was i was I guess i was 22 around in there 21 I joined the band. We named ourselves the Truffle Shuffle. Jesus Christ! Well, not the Truffle. It was just Truffle Shuffle. That's very cool, right? <laughs> we, we had we had the we had this really fat. Well, he wasn't that fat. I mean, he was he was pretty chunky. He was like one of the bigger weed dealers on campus, and uh, he would just do the Truffle Shuffle once in a while. And like it just happened. Uh, but yeah, it, any day it'd be like four to eight people. We played in the music wing after hours. In like they had like a room with a drum set already there. That was decent. And I actually, I just remember this. I would, I would get in this battle with this other fucking band nerd dude. Oh my God, this guy was a, such a pain in the ass. He was in the marching band and he was just learning drums. He sounds super tough. I'm so glad you emerged victorious. <laughs> so all he would use on the <laughs> drum set, 
he would just use basically just bass snare and hi-hat maybe a ride cymbal that's about it and there's like two other half drum sets in the room so naturally i set up as much of a neil pert copycat drum set stop fucking laughing neil pert sort of set as i can oh my god i just broke all my stuff because your story is so ridiculous why is it so ridiculous no i'm sorry just uh, i'm sorry oh my god i'm crying just because just because i'm glad you merged victorious it just got me i'm sorry i never said i was victorious i'm not laughing at you i'm just glad you're alive i am alive i I survived it i mean not not all of us emerged from banners victorious so there's Bitch, we're going south. Whoa, whoa, you didn't say he was a bitch, bro. You gotta warn us of these fucking this escalation. You're saying a dog knew how to play drums, (laughs) pretty much. Well, knew how to play drums is very loosely uh, stated. Anyway, he was a beginner drummer and in marching band, and so he's using like literally like three pieces of this big drum set. So he would disassemble what I would put together every fucking time. So I would get in and I would go to all this shit torn apart again. Like if you're only going to use three things, then just hit those three things. You don't have to just get rid of everything else that's around it. Like if I set up Neil Peart's drum set, like oh I don't like that one thing, then just don't fucking hit it. Like just hit everything else. Like it makes no sense. So I would have to constantly every fuck that got so annoying. And one time he was actually there when uh, as I was coming in, and I, he was like he was like dude I put a lot of time and effort into. It. He was like tearing up and stuff. He was shaking a little bit. Anxiety was kicking in. On it. It was, were you already a teacher at this point? No, I, I was in college. Oh. And I thought you were like this this 24 no, year old dude like talking shit to this 13 year old kid no he was probably 20 I was 21, 22 something like yeah. that still intimidating and, uh, yeah so you know we had it out it's eventually, still intimidating eventually I just I like showed him that like you don't have to hit the other shit I put up and that was the end of that but anyway so it was a, it was a fun band we had uh, one band member who uh, had a coke addiction a prior coke addiction he mostly got rid of it and his, wow, wow. he owed his <laughs> Drug dealer, stop, Mike. We're not doing those laws again. I'm gonna hurt you. I kind of want to do it too. Uh, wow, wow. He owed his drug dealer about seven k, oh. and oh, seven I I kilos. No, that's grand. a lot. Of coke. Seven grand, and of to coke. pay it off, he went to the bank and got a loan for seven thousand. Was was his coke dealer Johnny Depp from the movie? I have no idea. <laughs> but a different band member did a very Johnny Depp thing in Fear Loathing Las Vegas. This dude went to a concert. It was probably like a fish concert or some bullshit up there. Him and a bunch of other people, they had like basically like that briefcase that he had in, in that filled with every drug imaginable. They pretty much had that. And they were gonna they crashed and they did all these different drugs and shit. He was a he was a pretty good guitarist actually. And uh, they slept over at one of the girls' parents' house that they were gonna leave with the next morning. And the father of the girl found that it probably wasn't briefcase, probably like a duffel bag, whatever. Found it and flushed all of it down the toilet. It was like several thousand dollars worth of drugs, right down the toilet, right before they're gonna go. There's some really high fish right now. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty cool, but yeah, we just uh, mostly just did these long, epic four-hour jams. Um, not, not on the same like riff. We would break it up. So I was about to say we would drink a bit and they it's would just, smoke weed. It's just, it's I wouldn't. <laughs> Like the solo for Epic, but just nonstop. <laughs> and we would definitely go to Taco Bell like after most practices, which was like 15 miles away. 
and uh, the, <laughs> we would take. I would feed the other guys different pickup lines. I would look up on my phone, and they would try them out on on the uh, server. So it was a, uh, it was interesting. But uh, yeah, that was Truffle Shuffle, and then uh, No Offense was a Christian rock group I was in. Uh, we played at churches. Um, our first show was actually kind of interesting to be like my. It was my first paid show. Um, for a first paid show, it was at Columbia Green Community College, which was pretty cool. The guitarist set it up because he went there and he was on some committee or whatever. That so sounds he, really prestigious. By the he way, kinda, <laughs> well, did, it was did, a, it was a real stage. It was in their auditorium. Did it wasn't you clear just like, this with his PR people before you decided to talk about? <laughs> I it? just want to mention that the uh, missed opportunity of not calling it Noah Fence. <laughs> right, that that, that, would been, that would definitely have been on point. But their lyrics weren't like brutally like in your face Christian. Like you would have had to kind of comb through the lyrics. Sheet. Doesn't matter. So they weren't like Bible, 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 no, Bible. No. Yeah. No, it was like there was one about a, there was one about a bird on a ledge or something. I don't remember. I used to listen to Asley dying, and apparently they were a Christian metalcore band at some point, sorta, kinda. Hmm. But but they never mentioned Jesus or anything. So mm. I mean. It, kind of probably it, similar to you, to you guys. It, it's kind of weird how they talk about all of the music that's not Christian as secular music. Yeah. So strange. Like Neil Young. Oh, that, that's secular. Well, you're, if you lump everything into secular, like, man, that's a, like jazz is secular. Like everything is secular. Are you telling me so grindcore is secular? <laughs> EDM, whatever. Uh, but yeah, so it was, at, it was at a community college. We had roadies for it. We got paid 500 bucks. Uh, there was like 20 Whoa. people there. Wow. Yeah, wow. for first show ever. Wow, wow, pretty cool. Um, and uh, the first, pretty much the first chord that the guitarist played, uh, his brand new, brand new Marshall stack, full stack, essentially blew up. There was smoke coming out of it. Oh. On the first, he had used that I think maybe once at practice, and literally smoke coming out of it. So we had to play acoustic with an electric guitar, and I couldn't even. He couldn't even hear himself on that, so I had to tap as lightly as I possibly could on the drums. <laughs> it was horrible. It was more show. I forgot more that you were a drummer. <laughs> That's awesome. I Good try. for you. But uh, yeah, that was it. So I'll swing it on over to you. Oh, we've got to get a sponsor for Jay's segment. Ooh, Mike, ooh. any comment? I uh, I want to add. I should have added about like one of our first shows. So like, we had like a ticket system. Mm-hmm. So like, you had to sell tickets for the chance, and then you would make like. Chance Complex, you would make like $2 a ticket for yeah. every ticket you sold, and like tickets were like 8 or for, $10. For every, every ticket you sold after the first 25 you sold. Uh, or at least that yes. was when I did it. Yeah, yep. Yeah. And uh, I remember we lost some tickets. Okay. So, so, so one of us had to go to the ATM and pull out like $65, which, oh, by the shit. way, in 2007 was a lot of money. <laughs> for for like 80 bucks today. For like for like 16-year-olds, we're like, where are we going to get $65? <laughs> anyway, I, I had to tell that story because it was pretty funny. All right, the following is a recorded segment. Um, all right, uh, Mike, can you roll it? Okay, good, it's rolling. Hi, my name is Sandy Westerson. I'm running for president under the People's Party. This nonsense with this country has gone on far too long and is impacting our daily lives. I think you all know the elephant in the room I'm talking about. Speed bumps. As your president, I vow to order the destruction of every single speed bump in America. I will personally carry out the the destruction of the speed bumps in and around Pennsylvania Avenue and my hometown of Hastings, Nebraska. Last year, my front axle of my 91 Volvo had to be replaced due to these menacing road whores. I believe that together we can make America flat again. Sandy Westerson for president. Wow. I would definitely vote for him. 
Where do I vote? Did you say road <laughs> Jesus Christ. That's There's his whole platform. Apparently. What's his name? Sandy Alderson? S- Sandy Westerson. Oh, Sandy wait, wait, that was a man? <laughs> I thought that was a woman. I mean, at least it's a man, because I'll definitely vote for a man. But... <laughs> Well, we've been canceled in seven <laughs> countries now. Good. <laughs> All right, Jay. The mystery oh, man himself. God. I got. I would love to hear your first yeah, two bands. I'm very, very interested. Because no, I'm about to. We're about to hear like, yeah, my first band. We went on tour and we supported Third Eye Blind, and then we were also nominated for a Grammy. My very first band. I just. I, I was playing guitar for six months. The whole so world is on the edge of their seat right now. So let me ask you guys. <laughs> this is this is the intro to my segment here. Um, <clears throat> let me ask you guys: Have you guys both lived in this area your entire lives? Yeah, that fucking blows my mind. Pretty much. I mean, wow. Like the different parts of New York, but pretty much. That's so wild. I've, I've lived I, all uh, over the country, literally even the Okana states, like Hawaii. I've not been to Alaska yet, but that's that's mind blowing. <sighs> Wow, thanks for making me feel so small. Yeah, yeah, yeah you guys are fucking provincial. <laughs> I need to be wasting my time with you. <laughs> he lived for six, for six months in Hastings, Nebraska, and actually knew Sandy Westerson. <laughs> He's like, I voted for him. Make, the, make the world flat again. <laughs> Mafa. Make, wait, make Maf- a make a, yeah, make, make flat again. Mafa. All right. So. It's funny because as soon as you mentioned your Christian band, I was like, you know what? I was in a Christian band. Oh, wow. We're Christian brothers now. We are Christian brothers. Well, that, that, that's where my email comes from. Decreebase at gmail. Oh, wait. I, bleep that out. Yeah. Oh, Decreebase at gmail.com. Bleep that. Decreebase at gmail.com. Bleep that. <laughs> that was too quick. They can't pick that up. Uh, yeah. I'm saying it too fast. They don't know how to spell. Okay. <laughs> our, our 8 billion listeners are not good at listening. They're all deplorable. I, pr- right? I promise you that I will, I will definitely not bleep that, but I'll put lots of reverb on it. It's that. <laughs> Make it sound like I'm in a can. <laughs> I, I really want to talk about that band, but I won't because that's not the topic of this conversation. We will get back to that though, because that's that's uh that's a little topic for so day. many bands to go through and he's filtering through. <laughs> right, exactly. So like I lived in Sacramento at the time, right? And I was around 14, uh, I'm sorry, it was, it was like ninth grade, and um my band was based out of Rio Linda, which is right next to Sacramento. If you ever listened to Rush Limbaugh, he always talked about Rio Linda. He's, that was his way of like dumbing it down for the people. He said, for those of you in Rio Linda. Wait, and, I am an uh, avid listener of Rush Limbaugh <laughs> yesterday. He died of cancer. You're a bastard. Ass cancer. <laughs> was it really? I yeah. I don't know if it was ass cancer, it but definitely, it been. It was 100% ass cancer. So this would have been around 1998-ish. Uh, there was no social media. That's I'm that old. You guys, you guys don't remember these days. But uh, I was uh, about 14 through 16 ish. Um, so we met at my band met at high school. I was good friends with my drummer. Was lung cancer. <laughs> it was lung cancer because he smoked cigars and did all sorts of shit. Yes. Um, he actually had these uh, this exact microphone, the RE20. Um, oh, that's right. He did claim that like lung cancer was a hoax or something. Yeah. <laughs> that's what, exactly what it says on it. Yeah, yeah, lung yeah, cancer yeah. after denying smoking's right, risk. Yeah. <laughs> 
I just wanted to make the listeners a, think he died of cancer. Picture of him smoking right now. <laughs> oh, God. Anyway, sorry, Jake. Sorry. sorry. I'm not trying to rip on Russia. So, right uh, <laughs> yeah, he's a good human, you know. He's he's a pile of skeletons sure. and decaying I'm, meat. I'm sure yeah. he donated to a lot of good causes over the years. Yeah, like Tucker Carlson. Sure. <laughs> Michael Jackson. <laughs> so we were called the Scrubs. Really? Um this is your first band? This is this is my first real band. Uh, with, what was the name people. of your first band? This is the first band. Okay. So so, so like yeah, when I started learning instruments, it was basically when I was like uh 13ish and it was like through school, so it wasn't really like a band. It was like just okay. kind of like you know, learning a few notes from whatever and, you know, whatever. No, no real performances or anything. So, this was my first real band. I had started to play bass after playing guitar for a couple years. And we were called the Scrubs. Um, we later, cool name. <laughs> no, it is. a good name. We, we were named after the uh, Destiny's Child song. The, I don't want TLC no Scrubs. Ah. Uh, same thing. Wow. What's, what's the difference? <laughs> One's good and the other isn't. Scrub is a guy who has no... Who has no love from me. me. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, man. No, who can't get no love? No, no, no. Who has no love? The song is who can't get no love, but we were scrubs that can't get no love from some dude. I'm confused. It's Keep nothing. Going. It's nothing weird. It's nothing weird. We were 14. We're splitting. The, the, these these men were like in their 40s, so it's okay. Okay, so um, <laughs> what, what, wait, on. <laughs> you were 13 in the band with I was. I was 13. No, no, no. Okay. <laughs> no, I confused. was 13. I was a scrub. Is this the Christian band? The men who were after us were in their 40s. They could not get no love from us, so they named our band the Scrubs. Later, uh, okay. Let me ask you guys: Have you ever believed in anything? Do you guys have like convictions and feelings? I, and stuff? I'm actually going to do a whole podcast by myself on by the that I, are you saying spirit is like spiritual wise sure or like, sure anything anything wise i mean yeah i mean like christianity 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 because you're drunk okay now. okay <laughs> bookmark that spot because christianity that could be a thing Christianity had me going for a second not gonna lie same same <laughs> same these from like from like about 12 to about how old am I now? 40-ish? 40-ish. Um, okay, so after we were called The Scrubs, we, we, we put a couple songs together. This was the first band I ever actually went into the recording studio with. This was, this was the first thing. And I remember after we got out of the recording studio, I was so excited to play the song for everyone. And I remember playing it for somebody at my Bible study. And the dude was like, oh, it's punk rock. And I thought... Secular. <laughs> What, here's the thing. When you're young and you're in a band, you don't think your music is standard fare. You don't think it, it can be categorized. You're like, oh, yeah, we're we're like punk rock, fusion, <clears throat> jazz, metal, shoegaze, you know, what whatever terms people are using. Yeah, I know you're talking about like, yeah. like, no one wants to just be classified as rock or jazz or, well, I mean, jazz people don't care. But, like, no one wants to be classified as punk. We we want to be something special, but but we weren't. And this the, when this dude said that, that blew my fucking mind. So I thought we were an original uh, punk fusion hardcore band because we played in a lot of the places that hardcore bands played. We played with a place out in Sacramento called uh, West Coast Worldwide, which is where the Hoods played and uh, a bunch of other um, hardcore bands at the time. We were on several like hardcore compilations, so we thought we were the shit. Um, 
at that point we practiced in my guitarist garage um and <laughs> also our singer's bedroom and i just had a little 15 watt practice amp through my bass i blew up like three of those <laughs> i was like 15 watt 15 watt just it just like playing my little fucking jazz bass i blew up a 100 watt crate amp once. oh my god I was trying to deal with a PV sixty five oh five half stack. <laughs> yes, I lost. Yes. My, my guitar has sixty five oh five. Do you know what he played through it? A fucking pod beam two point So he our, put that into the input of the amp. Our, uh, my third band, my well, I guess fourth band, but the third real band that was like gigging. He uh, he put a metal zone into the clean channel. Jesus Christ. And it sounded okay. And that was like the tone. I have recordings of that tone. That is actually the tone you heard on the recordings of um, oh, yeah. of, of Last Chance Standing. You're right. You're but right. The, that wasn't but, terrible. But the la- the um, the live recordings were actually um, a rectifier. Nice. And anyway, every on. time you say rectifier, it turns me on a little bit. Yeah. <laughs> That's literally design. my only goal here. In fact, I'm 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 gauging the temperature of the room based on your turn on the. I will explain to the audience real quick uh, for the ones that aren't musicians. A half stack <clears throat> is a guitar amp that is basically up to about your hip, and the full stack is about your head. Continue. Okay. You just described the height of it. You didn't describe anything about they don't, it. They don't, they don't, they don't has, need to know anything else. A half stack has four 12-inch speakers in it. It's, it's, it's the box anything. with speakers. Anytime you see like a cartoon where they're playing like through an amp, that's generally a half stack or a full stack. There might be two of them. If you see a stage and it has a bunch of Marshall stacks on it, those are fake. It's true. <laughs> they're all hollowed out and someone's playing through an Axe Effects in the back. Not, <laughs> not for... Uh... Air for ACDC. Not, not, not for Airborne. Not for ACDC. <laughs> now he does play Marshall Plexis. Yeah. And they blow off every show. Mm-hmm. So this band, and I'm sure you guys can attest to this, maybe... Well, no, because th- that's what's interesting. Like, I started playing bass in bands. You started playing guitar in bands. No, I started playing bass. Oh, you play, started playing bass? I started, I started playing, playing kazoo, oh, actually. Oh, shit. <laughs> and then there's the kazoo. Yeah, Nick started playing kazoo. And what, he started doing limelight on the kazoo. <laughs> what, what, when you're in these in these starter bands, that's when you kind of learn. Um, you start, uh, like we talked about last week, you start to learn your roles. You start to learn, like, who has the money to buy the PA? Yeah. Right? Like, what sort of equipment you're going to need to compete with each other? What sort of, like, what sort of practice rehearsal space you're going to do? Yep. Who's got the transportation? Um, I, I can't tell you how many times I had to drive my drummer and all of his drums and my bass amp and my tiny ass little hatchback and vice versa. And you just, you just eventually kind of fall, fall into these, these roles and figure out who spends the money and who does what and, yeah, I had the practice space in my band. Like we had the, the my my father's drum set that I mentioned last uh, last yeah. episode, and uh, yeah, and yeah. and you get the cops called on you more than once. No, really, no, because we always stopped around like ten, at latest. Dude, I've started yeah. at like noon on a Saturday and got the cops called really on me multiple times. You had asshole neighbors. <laughs> yeah, because like yeah, the same here happened twice for me. It was in the middle of the day, like, but it was yeah. just it was just me. It was just me drumming. I, I opened the garage playing door. Playing the 2112. Uh, play, playing the Spirit <laughs> Arena. <laughs> Pretty much. <laughs> he's like, he's like sweating. He's got a shirt off. He's like, <laughs> I played with the garage doors open for like two years. It was no problem. Then I closed them for like 
I don't know, four months, five months, something like that. And then it got, it was like July and it was too hot. I, I had to open it and they just weren't used to it being open anymore. So it was like, oh, what the fuck's all this, uh, all this noise from? So yeah, like, I got, I'm literally playing on it here. Whoop, whoop, and the guy's like right there, the cop. There was two cars. They brought two cars. They, they were like, yeah, we thought it'd be like a, like a huge rager party or something. It's just you and your, <laughs> and your drum playing Rush. <laughs> In your basement, just playing. You rush. are the problem. <laughs> They're like, you're fine. You're not doing anything. Yeah, my my uh, my my father just kind of talked to neighbors, and they were like, okay, as long as it's like not like re- like super late, like. And I guess like we were like rural suburbia, so like the houses were a little farther apart. Oh yeah, except right yeah, we, on top. We, of we were definitely in so. like suburbia where everyone has like a fucking manicured lawn and fucking. Yeah. It was right it was up on each other. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Not not a yeah. great place. Um, but th- that's what I was asking about what the, if you guys believe in anything because this band apparently believed in something that we changed our name from the Scrubs to No More Bloodshed. <laughs> we were very that's a badass name. It was kind of cool. That's we a badass had, like, name. We even had like shirts and it's a like big change. Yeah. yeah, and like the um... <sighs> well, was, well, you wear scrubs <laughs> to protect yourself from the blood. Did you guys have a breakdown? We blood. had so many breakdowns. Did you have a breakdown? I was blood. I'm, I'm gonna. <laughs> hey, li- 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 listeners, listeners, I'm gonna share the music with Mike so he can put some clips in this podcast. Yes, we had breakdowns. We and, and this is what I was talking about. We had some weird fucking parts. Like I like I played slap bass and I was big into jazz at the time. Like I was big into Jocko. I at that time that's when I like ripped all the frets out of my jazz bass and filled it in with fucking wood putty and made it a fretless bass. That's awesome. Yeah, it was cool. Was, I was I was, was a squire. No, it was it was an actual. Uh, it, was, it was probably made in Mexico, but it was a Fender it was Jazz. A, it was a Fender Jazz. Yep. That was awesome. Yeah, it was it was it was a black jazz bass. It was. I did the same thing. I pulled the pick card off and everything. It was great. I, I should have mentioned I started on a Kramer Focus bass. Oh, those bass are cool. I oh, still I still have it. The bass. I don't know the bass. Kramer Focus four twenty S. I remember the the whole the whole thing. It's uh just a P bass. Oh. And uh, yeah, it's got big old neck on it. I actually, I actually a couple of years ago for the nerds listening to the podcast, one of you, um, <laughs> I put um, uh, American original '60s P bass pickups in it. You want and to then I put everyone what a P bass is? Uh, precision bass. The first, oh. the first electric, oh. the first, the first electric bass, the first electric bass ever invented was a precision bass by Leo Fender. Um. Yeah, uh, that is true. The single pickup that like Sting plays all the time—that's yeah. that's a precision bass. That's like a Bronco bass sort of thing, isn't it? Oh no, it's like the, it's the original precision bass slab slab body, no contours in it or anything. But um, but yeah, I I put CTS bots in it, and it sounds really fucking good. I actually a beat it when I had my Nash P bass between the two. Like I recorded them, and I was actually a little upset because. <laughs> The other one sounded more like a P bass, like a, what I thought a P bass would sound like, really mid rangey and stuff. I, I just listened to my friend's uh, progressive metal album that he recorded himself, and the bass sounds fucking godly on it. It, it sounds, it almost sounds like a Rickenbacker three thousand four or four thousand four something like that. Yeah. And I, I think I make a three thousand. <laughs> Say what? I don't think I make a three thousand. What would they make? Four thousand one. I don't know. I, don't 4, know. I think it's a four thousand one and four thousand three. See. Listeners, go back to the last podcast. This is what I was talking about. 
It, it, it sounds fucking amazing. And I asked him what it was, and it's it's this fucking no-name fucking Kramer or something like that that he just like put like nice pickups in. <sighs> but anyway, so so this band transformed into No More Bloodshed, and that, that's when we played like parks and festivals and high schools and shit like that. All just original. We only had like five songs, so like it was always like fifteen fucking bands, and like you know it was. That's awesome. You yeah. played like Battle of the Bands and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, it, yeah. It, yeah, lots of Battle of the Bands, and it was it was a lot of fun. But it ended up being. Um, I feel like we broke up because the singer's girlfriend got too involved with stuff. Wow, this is the tale as old as time. Yeah, yeah. How did? Why does that happen? It's so it, strange. <laughs> and it, and it was like I, I think I was the one to kind of just like break the log jam in the band. Like I was just like, okay, guys, I'm out. And that was that. And then I ended up playing with some fucking like Australian dude who was just into like recording songs and producing them online and stuff. But my second band. <laughs> at the same time, that can I was you doing say Log Jam again first? Log Jam. Log jam. Oh my god, my voice isn't working. Log jam. <laughs> oh, your second band. Log jam. <laughs> <laughs> That's how I start this podcast. Log jam. <laughs> that sounds like the newest Disney ride. Log jam. <laughs> uh, um, before you you go into rest, this this is also brought to you by Drownland Spring Terra. Ooh. Eight point two percent alcohol. Just saying. <laughs> Wait, what's it called? Log Jam what? It's good sound right there. Spring Terra. Log Jam Spring Terra. Oh. Oh, that's a, that's a nice sound. You should hold that up next to the mic as you pour that. Okay, that was that was fake sound. Okay. Um <laughs> All right, Jay, you're going to you're going to I'm going to pour some of this can for you. Oh, sweet. Yeah. That, that works. That works. Um, this segment is also brought to you by Paint. You make rooms slightly smaller. Paint. Okay, check that one. Out. It's, it's not by Sherman Williams, or it's just paint in general. I love it. Just paint. Now, uh, I don't know, man. I don't write not these. Benjamin I just, Moore. Is just, I, wow, bro. Wait till they sponsor and start spouting That's their names crazy. off. When we get to our, our fourth band, I have a, uh, I have a story. Actually, I'll just tell it right now about paint. Um, in that exact fashion, my friend Tastes built like a room paint. once, and I helped him build a room. He was in my band. Well, he just built it. And I just held the fucking screws or whatever. <laughs> <laughs> held the wood. We held the wood up and screwed some things in. But he built the room, and uh, he was like, I'm painting it blue. I'm like, cool. He's like, the whole thing blue. I'm like, even the ceiling? He's like, yeah. And he just... He fucking painted everything. And it blew, like a dark blue. And it was a pretty decent sized room that we built. And it's, it felt so small. It felt like a coffin. Because the ceiling was blue. Everything was blue. I, I did that to my bedroom. I oh, it's like that song. I'm um, blue. And I would beat off a guy. And I would beat off a guy. And I would beat off a guy. I would beat off a guy. And I would beat off a guy. Oh, shit. Beer. Fuck yeah. <laughs> Well, we've just been canceled in Zimbabwe. Thanks. Oh yeah, no. What, what, what country was it where they just like banned beating guys off? Zimbabwe. Oh, that's right, Zimbabwe. All, 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 all the listeners from Zimbabwe. I'm sorry, all 37 million of you. <laughs> Dutch riders are still okay though. They don't, they, they don't count. <laughs> so are Alaskan snow crabs, but, but they are they are illegal wherever so the Dutch are. Alaskan are. snow crab. Have you ever seen one? 
<laughs> they're big. They're huge. They're like they're uh, they're at least at least for listeners. My arms are all the way up, just all the way open. It's like twelve it's, inches. It's, it's at least <laughs> a very small man. I'm a little, I'm a little tiny guy. <laughs> we put him in our pockets when we go to gigs. It, it is the width of a bald eagle's wingspan, <laughs> which I see every day when I'm working at work. God, nobody cares. America cares. America cares. <laughs> I, I, I've seen a, a few around lately. It's weird. But do you see one like right above your head on a pine tree? Nope. Uh, in my car, like flying. Do you see one stealing your baby as you're driving away? <laughs> I, I, I saw one. Right, right, my I, baby. It was right on this road. <laughs> it, it was right on this road, right on my car. It was pretty cool. Oh. My second band. Wait, hold Let me let me react to the next door. Wow, wow. Let's shout wow, out. Wow. <laughs> shout out. <laughs> Shut up, shut it. My right, second, second band, band. Jesus my Christ. second oh band my was called Morning, like, like, in morning, like Morning Wood, but like, but like, is, <laughs> sad. Is it one of you? Yeah. Okay. All right. Got it. It was called Morning Wood. So I was like, I was, I was between seventeen and nineteen because I was still out in Sacramento, right? Um, another all original band. It was like metal. Uh, my guitarist was the seven foot tall, fucking long black hair, like fat goth, and he was obsessed with Billy Corgan. I thought he would be obsessed with the guy from Typo Negative. I I don't I don't know your hippie bands. I'm sorry. He's it's like got no mind. He's like a seven foot guy who's in a goth band. <laughs> my my singer. At the time, I, f- I forgot his name. It doesn't matter. Like, listeners don't care. They only care how big my dick is. Um, my Seven singer- inches wide. <laughs> exactly. Thank you for mentioning the width because the length is not impressive. Seven inches radius. So then do pi r squared and you can find the circumference from, from that. It says, Still, it, it says he's 6'2". Who? Billy Corgan. Oh, oh shit. Really? Wow, he's actually taller than I thought. I I, I, th- I thought I he thought was. Like, people, I thought he'd be like four or five. I thought people keep saying that he's that he is like crazy tall, like six seven. Type in, I mean, uh, six two I, is pretty tall. I think his name Ooh. is like Lex Steele or something like that from Typo Negative. Just type a Typo Negative singer. He's a bass player too. Height. I shouldn't trust old man Nick with this, but <laughs> I'm we are last. Why, why, why do we let him I'm like use one computer typing? He shouldn't be trusted with the computer. Peter Steele. Peter Steele. You looking at porn over there? That's my job. You never know. Uh, I mean, it doesn't look like him. Oh, is this, oh, is this supposed to be a different person? The height. He's like six eight or something. Six eight, yeah. yeah. Look at you. Wow. <laughs> wow. 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 Oh, wow. Wow. Throw you some oh, wow. Wow. <clears throat> Jackass. <laughs> so my singer had this technique where he would breathe in when he would sing. He'd be like, Oh, oh so he did the yeah, and it blew my mind because when it was going through the PA and we were all playing, it sounded really good. But then when he would just be like sitting there, standing there practicing by himself, I'm like, this motherfucker. I apologize to the listeners. They do this to Mike. That's exactly that's exactly it. So you cup the mic. Yeah. yeah, he would cup the mic and breathe in as he was singing. <clears throat> we played one. What I think we only played one gig as as that outfit and. It was like this uh, this festival gig at some place in in the foothills of near Sacramento, and we we got interviewed by this uh, this radio station or whatever, and they were they're like, "What's your favorite drug?" 
And I was like, <laughs> I was like, my favorite drug is Jesus. Did you? I, I legitimately wow. said that. And <clears throat> they were like, oh, they, they were so nice. They didn't call me out for my bullshit. Um, <laughs> needless, were you, were you guys a say, Christian hardcore band? No. Okay. I was just like Christian at the time. Okay. Um, but it's funny because when, when I was there, I, I, I watched these, I watched some of the other bands practice and they were really fucking good. And I was like, I went up to them after the gig and I was like, I was like, when do you, like, how do you guys practice? Cause they had been on the road. They'd been touring the country or whatever. And, and they're like, this is how we practice. I like pointed to the stage and they I'm like, like, this is how we do it. <laughs> <laughs> This is how we do it. You came in fucking early. <laughs> that, that that was one of the first times that I realized that the working gigging bands didn't have as much free time as I did. Like they literally have to practice when they can practice. It was. Uh, I, I don't remember exactly how that band ended, but that was around when I was like 17 to 19. So I had moved to Sioux Falls, South Dakota from Sacramento when I was 19. So probably just ended. I was like, sorry, guys, gotta go. Bye. And I know that band that you're in when you're in Sioux Falls, yeah. South Dakota. Well, one of them is Decree. That's that. That's okay. where my that's where my email is is yeah. based off. But yeah. we'll talk about that at, at, on a separate episode. But okay. yeah, so that's where it's based you, off. you learn you learn a lot. This this band right here, Morning, was the first one that I'd actually got to a actual legitimate rehearsal studio where you go in and you pay you know fifteen bucks a month and you get you get a room once a week for an hour and there's like eight other rooms in the place. It's like an office space essentially. And there's you a, only had it for an hour. Yeah. Oh, that's rough. Well, no, but it, but Do you know is, how much it was an hour. Uh, I want to say like sixty bucks or whatever. Because sixty, wow. yeah, there was five of us and we only owed like ten bucks each, ten twelve bucks Hodge each. Hodgepodge was think thirty five. Thank thank 30. God my parents had a basement. <laughs> yeah, that that that's what I was used to. I was used yeah. to basements and basements and bedrooms and wherever we could fucking ma- and you know garages wherever we could manage. But this was the first time where like you'd walk in there. There'd be a PA set up. It'd be sound treated. You just like, in my case, just plug my whatever bass pedal I had in at the time. The guitarist would plug in his pedal board, and there's already a drum set set up, and you're good to go. My uh, my first real amp was a Crate 100-watt um, bass amp, the one that blew up. It had a graphic EQ, Ooh. which is like a nine-band graphic EQ, which is kind of funny. But um, because I know what I was doing, I just made a smiley face. I was like, "Oh, I think that's what it does." And, uh, but but um, it's like raised seven hundred and fifty hertz, like crazy. So like the first, the first PA we had was like this, like it was a, it was like a power amp for like stereo speakers, like you would listen to music with, not like a PA. Oh and shit! We had like the 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 like the speaker cable, like a like a red and a black cable. <laughs> On a quarter inch, like one, one, you know, like one to the ground and one to the to, to the hot lead, and then like electrical taped on it, and then like plugged it, and then like plugged it in, plugged it into these EV uh, EV PA speakers that we had, and like passive speakers, and that was the first one, and it just sounded like distortion and like electricity, <laughs> and but it, it sounded kind of cool because the guy like in your band he was screaming, so like it was. Kind of cool, actually. 
I wish I still had the recordings of it. But um, then I cut it out of the last episode. That's how we got into the PV. Someone gave us the, the <laughs> 70s PV that used to shock us all the time. <laughs> the, the Scrubs slash No More Bloodshed, we bought a uh, Yamaha mixer and... Solid, solid mixer. Solid, solid little uh, powered mixers. They it, make, it, yeah. yeah, it was decent. It was like a six channel or something, and it had like two 12 inch monitor. Like, that yeah. was like our shit at the time. We're like, oh my God, we have a real PA. We're that's, a real band. That's that's what I had in, in the first real gigging band. That, like, we gigged with our own PA and stuff. Nice. <laughs> we bought from Alto Music. Not sponsored. Not yet. Not yet. Who it should be. Current event. Oh, I have one. Oh, wait, Mike, you got one. You you jumped up like you had one. No, no, no. I've got one too. No. Good, <clears throat> Jack. Ladies and gentlemen, uh, it's it's what, what day is today? Is today the eighteenth or seventeenth? Eighteenth. Eighteenth. Okay, so we're three days late. However, April fifteenth is the Mbop anniversary. Wow! In nineteen ninety seven, Mbop was released on April fifteenth. Hanson's number one, their only one. I, I mean, I as a Hanson fan, I know they have shit tons more hits. But uh, you're forgetting about Where's the Love, right? <laughs> no, I'm just <laughs> I only know that because of you. <laughs> but that didn't go number one, did it? I don't think so. I don't yeah. think so. But Mbop definitely. If that, you ask the average person, the only song they know is Mbop. Exactly, yeah, exactly, yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, yeah. it's so sad because they have so much good stuff. They are incredible musicians. I sent you that like uh, Beach Boys <laughs> harmony that we're doing. Yeah. yeah, yeah, like, oh my god, I just suck their dicks. Um, <laughs> he has, he so, has, he has a Hanson sticker on his car. They drove it's, it. it's true. It's true. Nobody fucking knows what it is. So when I was fourteen. It was April 15th. <laughs> this is the one day I can remember from my childhood. Basically, everything from age, you know, whenever I was conceived to, I don't know, three weeks ago, I can't remember. However, on April 15th, 1997, I was walking out of my friend's Tommy house, out of my friend Tommy's house, and on the TV, his sister was watching MTV, and Hanson's Mbop was on. And I was like, who are these beautiful girls? <laughs> <laughs> Thus started my sexual confusion. Oh my well, to, it to, was, to answer it your was, question, the highest it charted was number two in Australia and Canada. In the U.S., the highest it got to was six on mainstream top forty. Mbop, yeah, top forty. Yeah, no. Um, where's love? Where's love? Oh. Yeah, yeah. Mbop uh, was definitely like number one, right? Yeah. Uh, at some point, it got to number four in UK. Number six, number six is pretty impressive. Yeah. It still is. There's some well-known songs like Amber. I, I thought like Amberlynn's um, uh, "Feel Good Drag." Yeah. was like a number one single, and it was like maybe number two on the alternative list. It was probably <laughs> top forty at best. It, it, I thought it, it still was like sold two hundred thousand copies in UK alone. Just where's the love? Yeah, the single, the, the single. Yeah, I, I had the single for Mbop, and that it's cool because it came with like several different mixes. But then I also had Middle of Nowhere, which is the album that it was on. Mm-hmm. And I swear to God, I probably listened to that song. I had two, that on cassette. Yeah, I had it on cassette too. I probably listened to that entire album a like several. Well, hundred times. I don't think I listened to it. <laughs> I it, but I don't think I played it. Like, oh, uh, shame on you. But the single, I easily listened to 200 times. I went on a long road trip, hmm. like right around the time, like a couple weeks later, and I listened to it nonstop on my CD player, my, uh, my here's, Discman. Here's where our millennial divide begins. That's true. True. I'm an old millennial. 
Mike's a young millennial. I, I was born in 93. That was in 96, you said? The song came out in uh, 97. May 6, 97. Yeah. April 15th. The album might have come out later, but yeah. the actual single came out I, in, I uh, April 15th. I probably, like, a couple years later, like, because it was one of those, like, f- unfortunately for them, flash in the pan type of things, you know? And Not for me. <laughs> not, not, not for Jay. No, I mean... Still my people, obsession. I mean... It sticks around with people. I mean, yeah. There's bands that, like, I love that nobody cares about. <laughs> like, Misery Singles. Great band. <laughs> Never heard of. Great band. The highest of metalcore you can get. We should talk band. about that sometimes. Like, like bands that we're obsessed with that no one else fucking cares about. Like Dave Matthews Band. Or Shut Rush. <laughs> you bite your tongue. <laughs> I, have, I have every good Rush album on vinyl. That excludes anything. All, in other words, are good. he has no vinyl. It, it excludes <laughs> it excludes anything after moving pictures. But starting with Snake Snares, you haven't even listened to all of them yet. <laughs> so that uh, that was a good uh, this day in rock history. Our uh, so for a current event headline is New York City is waging a war against rats. Meet the woman leading the charge. That's a New York Times article. <laughs> Kathleen yeah. Karate is the newly appointed New York City's rat czar. The first person holding the position oh, aiming to address the swelling rat, rat population. Have you ever seen a rat in New York City? They're like the size of cats. Like everywhere else. Didn't, Depend, uh, like, depends. Like, yeah. They are literally like I, they're like a small dog. They're like the size of Lucy, some of those fucking things. I'm not mean, I'm like, he's got a Yorkie named Lucy. I have a Yorkie. Yeah. I, I, I've yeah. never seen one of those giant ones. Jay has a but, Yorkie. But uh, I, I see like the, you know, regular, not counting the tail, you know, probably seven, eight inches long. Yeah, then the tail, another, what, four or five. Bro, I've seen one that was like, <clears throat> I, I, I know those exist, but I've never actually seen I would one. say the body was like 15 inches. I, it I was absolutely like stayed... a fucking tank. Like, I, I looked at it, I was like, I looked at it, I was like, did you see that? And my friend, <laughs> my friend who lived in Washington Heights just said to me, that, that's lucky, that's all you see. And we kept walking. So she's the first person ever to hold that thing. And she's not a rodentologist. I've never heard that word before. Rodentologist. Uh, former elementary school teacher, and she'll earn a salary of $155,000 um, a year. Yeah. So, I, it's, it's so she's the first person ever to hold that thing. Yeah. And she's not Probably for like one year, then they'll be like, all right, this isn't working. <laughs> Go do something else. Can you imagine like being the rat czar in New York? There's no way. I read I read a article a couple years ago that they tried to unleash feral cats onto the rats. And what happened what what happens is is that the rats grow too big and they ended up finding uh, most of the time cats and rats eating out of the same dump dumpsters. <laughs> like coexisting. Yeah, they're they're basically like siblings at that point. Call the night. <laughs> I got I got you going. You got you going? Okay. Uh, got to our taxes. Yeah, it's like uh, now. I look to my wrist. Like it, it isn't it tax day? Apparently, there's one thing we forgot. Oh, it's a fucking nightmare. Okay. All right, listeners. When when you listen to us again, Nick will be in jail because of taxes. <laughs> so, bye. See you next time. We'll miss you.